Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. And we're fortunate to have uh, Steve Fletcher on with us tonight. And Larry, uh, Steve, you with us? Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on tonight. Oh, no problem. And Larry, how are you doing down there in the Southland? Hey, guys, I'm here. Okay. I don't know where do we want to start with this. There's a lot going on everywhere. It's behind the scenes, and it looks kind of like nothing is going on. But really, there there's a lot of stuff going on in the background. But, Steve, why don't uh, you talking about this 411? And I've been investigating this 411 mystery now for a couple of years, trying to figure out what this thing means. And uh, here are some of the things that they say happened in the past. April 11th, Passover fulfilled by Jesus Christ. April 11th, 1914, Passover in the year World War I begins. April 11th, 1933, Passover, and Hitler passes the first anti-Semitic laws on that very Passover. April 11th, 1996, Comet Hayakataki crosses the star Elgol. That's Satan's head for you folks, if you're not aware of it. And on April 11th, 1997, Comet Hale-Bopp crossed the star Elgol, and forming a perfect cross right over Elgol's or Satan's head. Uh, if you do a little research on that, you'll find a lot of information about Elgol. It's, uh, it's got a very nefarious uh, kind of connotation to the ancients. Anyway, April 11th, 1998, Passover and Israel's 50th year and 50th Passover. April 11th, 2012, 8.6, 8.2 earthquakes off of Indonesia. This will also were the 49th and the 50th magnitude 8 plus quake since 1948 and the birth of Israel. Kind of interesting. April 11th, 2009, Susan Boyle sings the swam song of humanity, A Dream to Dream on British Britain Got Talent. April 11th, 2022, is anything going to happen? Uh, and then in Revelation 4:11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. And uh, kind of interesting that we would have a 411 code. And by the way, Chapter 4 of Revelation is after the church age has closed. Anyway, that kind of sets it up. What have you found, Steve, you want to bring to our attention? Well, I've been uh, seeing that you have been following this 411 code uh, for quite a while now. And um, as we've been watching, you know, we're, our, our ministry and our calling is to watch the signs, yes. to see how everything lines up with the uh, Hebrew calendar, uh, any convergences that are taking place between the signs and the dates. The specific dates, which are in the Bible, called appointed times, and so, you know, Jesus at his first coming fulfilled all of the appointed times uh, of the spring. Right? He he fulfilled the uh, the triumphal entry date of Nisan 10, and then he was killed on Passover. He rose up on first fruits, and so as we have been watching, 
one thing that's really interesting this year is that 411, between 411 and 412, or, or between 412 and 413, depending on which calendar you're looking at, the Hebrew and the Torah calendar. But based mm-hmm. on the new moon, it would be February, it would be um, April 11th and April 12th is the date of the triumphal entry. Okay. Yes. Now, when we look at the triumphal entry date, I mean, we have to consider the powerful um, prophetic revelations that have taken place in history on the date of the triumphal entry. The prophecy of Zechariah was given about the daughter, to the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And it was on the date of this, of the triumphal entry that this prophecy was fulfilled. And the Messiah was actually revealed to Israel on 10 Nisan, the 10th day of the first month, mm-hmm. four days before Passover. And so what we are seeing then is that throughout history, right, the, the 10th day of the first month was the day they set aside the Passover lamb mm-hmm. in the book of Exodus uh, when, when uh, God gave the calendar to Moses and I, Nisan 10 was the day they set aside the Passover lamb. They had to do four days of examination of the Passover lamb to make sure that it was a spotless uh, lamb and, and uh, worthy to be sacrificed, right? They had to make sure it was perfect and worthy to be sacrificed. And so this is, you know, it was so interesting that when Jesus came in on a donkey on Nisan 10, then what did you have leading up to Passover? You had four days of questioning the authority of a trial, and he had to go through this scrutiny of all of the, uh, all of the religious leaders and of the governors, and then before they crucified him, they had to declare him clean, and uh, Potiphar or not part of our um, fair um, Pilate, I'm sorry, Pilate and Herod both declared that he was clean, and Pilate said, I wash my hands of this innocent man, and he washed his hands and declared Jesus Christ uh, innocent, right? He said, if you, yep. wanna, if, you wanna crucif- if you wanna crucify him, you guys go ahead and crucify him. I find nothing wrong. With him, and so that was part of the prophecy. And so, we're watching um, the importance of 2022. In your in one of your last programs, Stuart and Larry, you guys mentioned you were uh, talking about um, the the importance of 2022. And you see all of these convergences that are happening, like from uh, the destruction of the temple and the canceling of the sacrifices all the way back in 587 B.C. Okay, going forward 1,290 years brings us to 687 A.D. and the, the, the setting up of the abomination, the Dome of the Rock, right? Yes. And, and we have that 1,290 years. And then from the setting up of the Dome of the Rock, you have 1,335 years bringing us to 2022. And so you, we have this prophecy of Daniel, Daniel 12, verses 11 and 12. From the canceling of the sacrifices, there will be 1,290 days, which is a year for a day, a prophecy. Could... could uh, imply a year for a day, 1290 years. And, and then, and then blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1335 days. So now in 2022, everything that's happening with, with uh, Ukraine and Russia and this, I mean, really we're so close to what is nuclear war 
with all of the news that is coming out, even this next week, on what could what is going to be basically Passover on uh, April fifteenth. Uh, that is the same day that uh, North Korea celebrates um, one of their anniversaries, and they're talking about doing a nuclear test exactly on their anniversary on April fifteenth. Well, that's Passover. I mean, why? Why would this all coincide with the biblical calendar and a nuclear test uh, being done exactly on Passover? So is 2022 uh, lining up to be a, a very important year? And is Nisan 10 a day that we should be watching because that was the day, okay, Jesus, Jesus was revealed as, as Messiah on Nisan 10. Nisan 10 was the day that Israel went into the promised land. In Joshua 4:19, it says, tell the whole Israelite community on the 10th day of this month, they must, um, uh, on the 10th day of this month, they went into the promised land, Joshua 4:19. Okay? The people mm-hmm. came up out of the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month. So they went into the, I mean, this is the whole story of Egypt and coming out of Egypt and going through the wilderness, the whole, that whole dispensation, that whole uh, time frame ended, and that whole trial time ended when they went into the promised land on the 10th day of Nisan, right? Yep, yep. And, and so we got this. Now, what really has made me focus on, on this specific day over the last few days was this event that took place at the White House, which if we're watching carefully based on the, the, the Hebrew calendar, um, April 5th, Tuesday, April 5th, was Nisan 3, Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the the new moon of Nisan was not spotted in Israel on Saturday, April 2nd. April 3rd was Nisan 1 in Israel. Yeah, I was okay. going to ask you about that. Are they paying any attention to that on their, uh, as far as the uh, uh, nation is concerned? Or did they start Nisan 1 where the, and pay no attention to when the moon was sighted? The the Hebrew calendar is basically set up uh, where they they just follow uh, a pre-set calendar. They don't watch the new moon to figure out is has the month started yet. They just okay. go by what's what's written. They plan it out ahead of time and they just follow that. So they may have shown Nissan one on Friday, April first. Okay. Mm-hmm. But. If we're watching the new moon, and I, I found three or four different sites that all confirmed that Saturday, April 2nd, the new moon had still not been spotted yet. Yes. In yes, Israel. I saw that. Making Nissan 1 by default April 3rd to April 4th. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we count Sunday as, as Nissan 1, Monday is, is Nissan 2, then we have Tuesday as Nissan 3. Okay, so on Tuesday, April 5th, Nissan 3, Obama had a, an event. He was back at the White House for the first time in five years. And he was presented as President Obama. Yes. Joe Biden presented himself as Barack Obama's vice president. Okay. <laughs> and Barack Obama... Uh, referred to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as his vice presidents. <laughs> yes, which means he's running. So what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is, I mean, this is the clearest example of everything we've been watching over the last number of years, and and all of the signs they have given to show us that. Obama is the one running the show. This was the clearest 
and most defined example of, of everything that we've seen to date of Barack Obama being the one who is in charge. Absolutely, yep. Now, Amazing. <laughs> this is, um, you know, the Bible says that the coming of Christ will be as in the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, uh, there was a seven-day warning given to, uh, to Noah that he would go into the ark on the, on the tenth day of the month and that on the seventeenth day of the month that the rain was going to begin. And so he had a seven-day warning. He got in the ark. He got ready. And then the rain came and, and uh, the, the, uh, the, the great flood uh, and Jesus said that his coming will be like the days of Noah. And so what came to mind uh, as I was looking at this whole scenario and the importance of Nisan 3, the importance of this event, the clarity of the declarations that took place at the White House, was that a seven-day warning to the day that the, the Messiah will be revealed because Jesus was revealed on Nisan 10. Okay? Right. And so will this coincide with the revealing or the appearance or the final manifestation of the Antichrist also on Nisan 10? Was that well, there were an a seven-day morning? Yeah, and, and there oh. were an awful lot of Christians that were shown that Obama truly is the man that they better keep an eye on. And what was interesting, too, in that dissertation by Mr. Tram was that uh, 2015 may well have been a seven-day warning, but the days were a year, which brings us to 2022. Uh, and there was a tremendous amount of stuff that went on in 2015, uh, from a, a, the eclipse over the North Pole, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there was just a tremendous amount that went on. But the one thing he didn't mention that I think is extremely important about 2015, you may remember, that's when all those movies came out, ads came out. Cartoons came out, articles came out. I mean, the media was saturated with uh, 2015 and a rapture event. They had all kinds of movies about it. Even the cartoons were showing. Yeah, go ahead. I think the game came out, uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. I think that came out in 2015, too. Yeah, I, I really believe they thought this was going to be it, but in reality, it was a seven-day warning, but the days were a year. So we had a seven-year warning, and now, like you said, here's Barack Obama coming out, announcing to the world, because everybody watched that, and he humiliated Biden. I mean, that was pure humiliation, and uh, I, I kind of felt sorry for, for Biden. Uh, because of the way Obama treated him. And like you just said, he, I mean, he announced to everybody, I'm, I'm running this show. What do you think, Larry, on yeah. that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very interesting that this, this time frame that he came out, and, and I don't know if Steve's been watching it. He, I figure he probably has, but... About the same time that this incident with Obama and uh, Biden at the White House occurred, uh, Bennett, the leadership of the government in Israel at the present time, Bennett's government, lost their, uh, suddenly, right out of a clear blue sky, lost their majority. Oh, and, you're right. Uh, well, uh, here's a headline, uh, actually today, as a matter of fact, I'll read this, uh, this is uh, Koenig's International News Today. It says, at rally of supporters, Bibi Netanyahu calls on Israeli right to unite and return home to the Likud party 
in hopes of toppling the government and returning to power. So isn't it interesting that, uh, and and matter of fact, uh, this energized Netanyahu, I've seen three or four different articles, in it, not just Israel, but the U.K. and others that are following what's going on there. Of course, we're not in America, but uh, is by chance something pivoting or happening in Israel or Israeli politics that might suddenly open a door for Netanyahu to come back to power. What do you think, Steve? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I know that we uh, we already went through two or, or almost three years of Israel being without a government, and there was a big uh, prophecy uh, by Rabbi Kaduri, uh, Shoshani, and uh, about Israel being run by two Benjamins, and yet they were unable to form a government. And now it's kind of like still going. This this, this whole limbo is still going on here. Yeah, it's almost like they don't really have a functioning government. And, and then we got Iran and uh, the uh, Daniel 8, uh, he-goat and ram war. And uh, it's it's... I don't know what to tell people. Uh, the signs are everywhere. And you've been doing a great job trying to point all this stuff out. And I know a lot of people ridicule it and they think that that's just garbage. My, my opinion has always been, if you're a real Christian, don't you want Jesus Christ to return? No. The answer is no, they don't. Uh, because they're, they're in the world. And Jesus has a word for all these earth dwellers that say they're Christians. He says it's going to come as a snare upon you, and you're not going to know. Kind of like what Obama said about cruise missiles. You're not going to see it coming, he said. And I think, I don't uh, think he, he was... Yeah, he said that about the drone. He was yes. talking about the drones. So it's it's kind of interesting. And here we have, you may remember... In 2014, they had the cows with the seven on the number of, on the head, clearly a number seven on each one's head. Now, what's interesting is the first one was a black and white, looks like a, uh, not a jersey, but maybe a Holstein cap that had the number seven on it. And then right after that was a red heifer which is very, very interesting to me, with the number seven on it, on her head. Now, the red heifer, of course, is, uh, if anybody knows the rituals in Israel, uh, has everything to do with Jesus Christ and everything to do with purifications. So this is very interesting to me that the second heifer was a red heifer, and uh, mm -hmm. both of them occurred in 2014. However, if you begin your count 2014, you go one year, you're uh, 2015. And seven years later is what? 2022. And it goes back to Joseph and the dream. Seven fat years and seven lean years. And what do we got at 2022 and 2021 being the pivot years? We're going into a lean seven-year period. And if Joseph's vision is correct or dream and we're interpreting it, bringing it forward, which we don't know if we can or not, but let's say we can, where does it, uh, two years of partial harvest, that means this year next, and then, or maybe we go into 2023, 2024, and then we have five years. So it all ends in 2029, 20, 2030. It just seems odd to me. It's just one more sign that we're here. And people are just mocking those signs. They're mocking them and saying, no, 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 it's not now. It's way down the road. Well, I, in some ways you would wish they were right, but in other ways... Why? Are we going to just hey, abort another million babies? Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, I was just going to bring this up to get your opinion and Steve's. Uh, I doubt if you guys, either one, have been able to read it, but uh, today or this morning, Hal Turner put up a 
covert alert, uh, intel restricted, subscribers only. And I'll give you the, the synopsis of it real quick here. Uh, he says that uh, he has uh, White House insiders that are communicating with him. Uh, they're saying that uh, internal Biden reports indicate or predict a complete economic collapse of the EU, the European Union, within months. Uh, it doesn't say how many months, but it says within months. And that their prediction is that the USA may uh, completely have a collapse uh, just suddenly within weeks after the EU collapse of its economy. What do you all think? I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, we're headed that way. What do you think, Steve? I think all this is going to just come together. Sudden destruction. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're just so close. Everything is showing that uh, famine, you know, food shortages, uh, nuclear war. I mean, whether it's the sun flares, earth changes, and all of the things that are happening just through nature, through uh, the governments, you know, it's just it's all coming together. There's really not anything you can look at and say, hey, everything's normal, you know. <laughs> but I guess people don't want to see it. Here's another connection to uh, 4-11. Uh, there's a fellow that's written a, a book about missing people in our parks. And, in fact, you've come out, uh, Steve Denoon just did a, a, a thing on uh, missing people in the, in the parks our national parks. And this has been going on for some time, but evidently it seems to be increasing. And now I would suggest maybe that the uh, snatching of people uh, may have everything to do with uh, um, an alien, so-called fallen angel abduction, whatever it is, deep state, global deep state, doesn't really matter. What matters is these people, uh, you can have a, a bunch of people even 10 feet from each other, and you turn around and one of them's gone, and there's no sign whatever of where they went or anything. And he's written several books, Missing 411. Just part of that overall mystery. Does this mean that a whole bunch of people will be missing on 411? Uh, the triumph. Now, that would be the date, right, for the en entry? Steve, yeah. on the calendar? Triumphal, triumphal, yeah, the triumphal entry date um, is really, uh, you know, we, we celebrate Palm Sunday. Uh, on our calendars, we would look at, you know, Sunday, uh, April, what would that be, the, the 9th or the, or the 10th? But the date is really the 11th or the 12th based on the Hebrew calendar. So it's the same week we're basically right there within a day or two, but it turns out to be, yeah, 411 is Palm Sunday, you know, wow. the day of the triumphal entry. Uh, what else have you got on that? I, we kind of interrupted you on that. Um, no, I mean, I think that, um, you know, if, if 2022, I mean, if we, we saw all this information about 2022 and how important it is, we're seeing all of the signs that are happening now about 2022 that, that are happening right before our very eyes. If 2022 is the year in question, what day would be a day we could be watching for, or what are the, the series of days that we could be or should be watching, especially for some type of appointed time event? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. God gave us a calendar and he, he called, you know, the things that happen within, uh, within, his, you know, within his scope of, of uh, revelations that he gives, they, they happen on appointed times. And he calls his calendar the appointed times or the appointed days. So yeah, 2022, I mean, I think that this, this day, this 411, the triumphal entry date is as good of a day as any for this revelation or for the arrival to happen. You know, the tri just, the, just the whole idea 
putting together what is the triumphal entry and Israel entering into the promised land. You know, yeah. that whole idea on the day of the triumphal entry. I mean, is that not a sign for us that this is a key day in God's in God's calendar? Well, I can't imagine why he had Hayakataki and um, Hale Bob cross over Elgol, Satan's head, more or less canceling Satan's hold upon at least the church. And uh, why would you do that? I think people really need to ask, why would the Lord? I mean, you can't fake that. And it's clearly a sign from the Lord marking out a specific number. And I suppose you could say, well, 11-4 or November 4th is likewise uh, a uh, 4-11. Um, but, you know, we've kind of investigated this. We're, we're maybe going to find out, and, and let's say the bride of Christ were to be removed. I mean, it's got to happen sometime. I know a lot of people think, well, we got all this stuff that's got to happen first. But do we? Well, that's a, that's well, a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, here, here's a connection to the Greek uh, concordance, the Strong's Concordance. 411 in the Greek uh, concordance is uh, the word for inexpressible. Thank thank. Thanks be to God for this indescribable or for this unspeakable or for this inexpressible uh, gift. And it, it has to do with being fully declared, properly, inexpressible, beyond words, indescribable, impossible to estimate is the meaning of 411. And if we go into 412, which I see is the date of the triumphal entry on the Hebrew calendar would be somewhere between April 11th and April 12th, go into 412, and it's the same uh, type of uh, meaning, unspeakable. Properly well, would... unable to fully describe or report, impossible to communicate adequately by words, hence unutterable, inexpressible. What do you guys think well, about those two? Well, that would be kind of like a description if the church were to be removed. I mean, how how else could that be? What what words would you use if you're left behind? You know, speechless. Yeah, speechless. They would be speechless, unspeakable. What do you think, Larry? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, one of the other things, too, and I don't want to break your train of thought, but uh, one of the other options that seems to be in all this scenario of events that are coming together about the very same time is also an arrival scenario uh, yes. or, a, or a disclosure of some type. And, and interestingly, uh, you were talking about the people that have become missing in the, a lot of the parks that are missing. They're assumed dead, but... Nobody really exactly knows, uh, you know. And oddly enough, uh, Dr. Michael Sala, who, who basically, you know, he follows UFOs, and, and, of course, he does have a lot of information from whistleblowers and people on the inside that discuss the information of the uh, so-called alien groups that meet together and have some type of uh, coalition and the mm -hmm. meetings they've been having, but also dovetailed into all this information, it seems to be, according to whistleblowers, that a lot of the missing people that are never found, and I have noticed because I'm a, I'm a investigator myself and have been for years, that none, almost zero cases are broken or have any evidence of any kind, and even some of those cases, it seems, in law enforcement are devalued to where they basically don't even look. And with that being said, then a lot of the whistleblower information is these people are being taken off world uh, and mm -hmm. used on, well, the moon and Mars and other locations. And I know me saying this kind of goes way overboard to a lot of people and what, the way they think. But <laughs> what about the arrival scenario? Is that Does that play into the picture? Well, I think so. 
What do you think, Steve? I, I would say conclusively yes. If you go into Thessalonians and the strong delusion, uh, the strong delusion is for them uh, and they, kind of like in Thessalonians, the sudden destruction cometh upon them, cometh upon they. Uh, the only thing I can come up with as sudden destruction worldwide, which it is, uh, is the taking of the church. It comes as without any warning whatever. There is nothing really tied to that. Uh, a lot of people attempt to tie all kinds of things to it. They may be right. I don't know. It could be Ezekiel 38, 39. It could be Isaiah 17. It could be Daniel. Uh, but it doesn't have to be. That's my point. It comes as sudden destruction upon a world like Noah. They had no idea that they were going to be uh, swimming around for a little while before they drowned. Lot left. Sodom and Gomorrah, but the people left behind had no idea they were going to be destroyed. It came as uh, in an instant of time. Boom. Well, this is how the rapture or the taking of the church is described. It's a violent, and I do mean violent, if you do a word study on all that, the taking of the church is a very violent snatching away. And it can come without any, in fact, it will come without any warning to the world at large at all. They have no clue. It's a blind side. And uh, so when you look at all that, you begin to wonder. I mean, you know, we've had things come and go, as we all know. But the Lord said, occupy until I return. Well, part of occupying my brothers and sisters out there in Radio Land is watch. Jesus said, what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. And there is a blessing for those who are watching and looking at events and looking at timelines, etc., etc. So those who mock all those that are watching got a problem with the Lord. They don't have a problem with the people they're pouncing on. In fact, we're seeing more and more of brother beating up brother now, uh, just as the scriptures would say. Anyway, um, anything else you got, Steve? Uh, this Obama thing is really kind of troublesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have a couple things uh, that I really want to be able to share. And so... Yeah. As you were saying, okay, we need to watch. In, in, in the Greek concordance, if you look up the word watch, when Jesus says you watch and pray and, you know, pray that you may be worthy to escape all of these things, and, yeah. and he tells us to watch. Well, if you go to the Greek uh, concordance, it's uh, number 1127, and it's actually the word Gregorio. Gregorio. So what does that tell me? What does that tell me? Well, I think that God wants us to watch the calendars and to watch his appointed times. I mean, that speaks very loud and clearly to me that when you are you know, looking at the word watch, it's connected to the word Gregorio that there's something mm-hmm. tied to the calendars that we need to understand. And so these types of connections are the things that come out as we watch according to, you know, biblical understanding. And um, yes. so we've, we've talked about Nisan 10. It was the day that the Passover lamb was chosen. It was the day they entered into the promised land. It was the day of the triumphal entry and it was also the day of Barack Obama's uh, abomination event when he went into the, the Church of the Nativity on March 22nd, 2013. He went into the Church of the Nativity, and at the birthplace of Jesus Christ in Bethlehem, he did not bow. He did not show reverence. He stood where he ought not, okay, 
That was also a Nissan 10 event. Even though it happened on the Gregorian calendar of March 22nd, that lines up with a 322 uh, Skull & Bones, Georgia Godstones, yeah. that whole thing, you know. But it, on, the, on the Hebrew calendar, it was Nissan 10. That was like a triumphal entry day where he oh. triumphantly entered into and wanted to be uh, in place of Christ. You know, because that's what Antichrist means, instead of Christ, to take the place of Christ, to be an Antichrist, right? So that was also a a Nissan 10 event. Now, one of the signature events of Barack Obama, because the Bible says that the Antichrist, the little horn, when he comes in, Daniel shows us that he comes in peaceably, right? And so one of the signature events of Barack Obama, even at the very beginning of his presidency and the the very beginning of his time on the world stage, was the Nobel Peace Prize. Okay. And he, when he received his Nobel Peace Prize, he said, "This is the first time in history that anybody has received a Nobel Peace Prize not for what they have done." but for what they are going to do. That's right. Okay. So he was given this peace prize ahead of time based on a promise of what he was going to do. And this was actually exactly biblically 1260 days before the abomination event where, where, where Obama went to Israel into the Church of the Nativity on March 22nd. This was October 9th, 2009. Now, there's something interesting of the connection between these two days, okay? October 9th, 2009, when he received his Nobel Peace Prize, that was the seventh day of tabernacles. Then 460 days later, he went to Bethlehem, was at the Church of the Nativity, the birthplace of Jesus Christ, and that was Nisan 10. Well, on the Hebrew calendar, there are only two days in their calendar during the year when they will say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that Mm -hmm. is the seventh day of tabernacles and Nisan 10. Just as they said when they waved the palm branches on Palm Sunday, everybody's going to be saying that this coming Sunday. I mean, we're two days away from, from our own Palm Sunday. We're four days away from, from the true Palm Sunday in Israel, Nisan 10. But everybody in the world who's Christian who's going to be celebrating Holy Week this coming week, they're going to be saying on Sunday, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Wow. So those two days, divided by 1,260 days, plus the two events that Obama had on those days, those are the only two days on the Hebrew calendar that it is said, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now, well, there's another. Yeah, I have a connection here from, from April 11th, 2022, okay, this, this big event, and this is – this was one of the things that I saw, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta call Stuart. I gotta see if we can get something together here, because this mystery seems like something may be happening now. We may have, we we may have found some clues here to this mystery of 411. So, April 11, 2022, the day of the triumphal entry, the day when it is said, "Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord." If you go back. 4,567 days. Now, in the Strong's Concordance, 4,567 is the number of Satan. Okay? Mm-hmm. 4,567. If you go Strong's 4,567, it's Satanas. It's Satan. Okay? So this is the number of Satan. So what do you know mm-hmm. that from Obama's signature event... When he entered peaceably and received his Nobel Peace Prize on October 9, 2009, from that day going forward, 4,567 Satan days 
It brings us exactly to April 11th, 2022. Yeah. That may be why he went to the White House. Like you said, seven-day warning. Exactly. This is going to get fascinating. And, and you also said... Uh, uh, was it Strong's 1127? You just mentioned it a little bit ago. That's a 911. It's just yeah. it's just in code. It's 911. And 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 actually, if you put uh, if you put my name into uh, the into a gematria calculator, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Fletcher. Um, I have a few different numbers that are associated associated with my name, but one of the numbers that is associated with my name is 1127, Gregorio, watch. In Hebrew, it means watch. Nine <laughs> eleven. yes, watch. I've realized that that's part of my calling. That's part of my, my, you know, my purpose and why I do what I do, even though I, like you've said countless times, why I get attacked. You know, but I continue to do what I'm called to do, and it doesn't matter what people say because I know I'm onto something, and I know yep. that God is gonna. You know, the Bible says, "He who seeks shall find." Right? Yep. That's so what it says. I don't stop. I don't stop seeking. People tell me to stop seeking, but the Bible says, <laughs> "If you continue to seek, you will find." So it doesn't matter how many people come against me. Okay. Yep. Yep, I've been attacked uh, ever since I began the ministry. Uh, You just get attacked. I had whole websites devoted to attacking me. The Lord said, you just (laughs) tell the truth, and I'll take care of the consequences. And so that's all I've done. I don't even worry about people who get mad or attack or whatever, don't like the way I I act, whatever. I could care less. But here's another sign out of Washington. I want, to, I want you and Larry to comment on this. Maybe it's a stretch. Maybe it isn't. Rabid fox bites nine people on U.S. Capitol Hill. Rabbi or rabies is a mind destroyer. Now, here's some of the symptoms. Fever, headache, excess, uh, let's see, to bring in the New World Order, great reset. They have Perilous, uh, uh, par- I can't even pronounce it now, mental confusion. That's Washington. That's what's going on in Washington. They're totally paralyzed, and they are nothing but mental confusion at this point. Look at Biden wandering around at that uh, deal with uh, Obama, mentally confused. Uh, it infects the central nervous system of mammals ultimately causing disease in the brain and death. Now, I just liken that as kind of a warning as to what we're dealing with in Washington. Why now? Why nine? What do you think? Am I stretching way, way, way out there? (laughs) No, no, listen, listen. I just found something amazing. Okay. In, In Luke 13, it talks about foxes, okay? Mm-hmm. And we know that fox, you know, the number fox is 666. Fox is 666, so it's a, it's a representation. But in Luke 13, starting in verse 31, okay, mm-hmm. it says, At that time, some Pharisees approached, saying to him, Go away and leave this place, because Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, <laughs> I am casting out demons and performing healings today and, and tomorrow, and on the third day, I reach my goal. Nevertheless, I must go on my journey today and tomorrow and the next day, for it cannot be that a prophet would perish outside Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, that city, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who have been sent to her, how often... I wanted to gather your children together just as a hen gathers her young under her wings and you were unwilling. Behold, your house is left to you desolate 
And I say to you, you will not see me until you say, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Did you guys hear, I mean, we just talked about this a few minutes ago. I didn't even uh, make the connection with the foxes. I haven't even looked up. I mean, there's so many things happening. I'm trying to stay on top of all of these stories. Some other people sent me information about the foxes. But I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do with that right now, and I didn't. (laughs) But look at where we are. Okay, we are coming up on the triumphal entry. We're coming up on the day when it is said, and everyone said to Jesus, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And the, the saying here says, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Okay. Now, just a few days before Holy Week, we have all of these foxes in Washington, D.C., biting the people, and they're rabid foxes, and it's a big headline coming out in the news just before Holy Week. Yes. And, And even the connection to the foxes, he says, go and tell that fox, on the third day, I will reach my goal. Wow. You see how what, it's all connected? Think, so, this, yeah, go ahead. Go well, ahead, Steve. I think that's really, really interesting. And, and I would, uh, I, I've seen uh, some reports in the media, world media, that refer to Putin as a fox. And I think uh, Steve had some information on Putin in all of his uh, videos and some of his scenarios. But, so I would be interested in that to see where Putin might fit in and what he's looking at. But another thing I was going to mention <clears throat> is that I don't know if Steve ever got to watch the movie narrated by Kevin Sarbo, but it, it was put on by a Christian group. It was excellent, and it was called Before the Wrath. And that basically was a, uh, it was a uh, documentary on the original Greek and how at the time of Jesus that all the hints and such uh, were embedded in that movie in the in the as if it was the time it was happening instead of a future event. However, interestingly, uh, I noticed the bride in that that she never knew. She absolutely because this plays out. It's called Before the Wrath. If anybody ever wants, you can get it on DVD or or possibly on uh, stream. But uh, it, it is really excellent, and it shows how that uh, this is such a mystery and such a secret that it's possible you know the season, but as far as the very moment, actually the bride in the movie didn't know that the father had told the son to go get his bride, and it, it was a very unusual time of day or night, and uh, he actually came so quickly the village didn't even know he was there yet. Yeah. Torchlight Parade. He comes without warning. Uh, The Father sends him. So this is going to get very, very interesting. We have about six, seven minutes left. Uh, Did you have some more for us, Steve? Fascinating. Uh, One other other thing I wanted to share, um, I want to make sure to get this in. I know a lot of people are – are looking at you mentioned it at the beginning and there's a lot of you know there's a lot of different uh, ideas or um, possibilities that people go through about how long will the great tribulation be and in some say seven years and others say three and a half years and I'm I'm really focusing more on the three and a half year time frame because there are two things that are shown to us in Revelation uh, Revelation 12 6 says the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days and one thousand two hundred and sixty days is a biblical forty two months yep. and this is also what is what is shown that the uh, the beast is given forty two months to continue and so to me, it seems like this is more the time frame of the Great Tribulation and not the full seven years. Well, okay, so if we want to look at this detail and try to see what happens if we connect it to April 11th or 12th, 
of 2022, once the rapture of the church occurs, Revelation 12:6 says that the woman will be taken to the wilderness to, to be protected for 1260 days or 3.5 years. What happens exactly 1260 days after Nisan 10, April 11th and 12th, 2022? It's, if you go from April 11th and April 12th, 2022, and you go forward 1260 days, it brings us to the exact same day of the star sign that we had in 2017, it's September 23rd, 2025, and it is also the first day of the seventh month, the Feast of Trumpets on the Hebrew calendar. So this is a detail that we are shown in uh, Revelation how long the woman is taken into the wilderness. So will the rapture be uh, connected to an appointed time that is 1260 days before what could be the return of the king, the return of Jesus Christ on the Feast of Trumpets, 1260 days prior to that is April 11th, uh, Nisan 10, the day of the triumphal entry. Okay, so that is a key detail in, in all of this. So I, it's like I, I see the things that are coming up ahead of April 11th kind of leading us to it, and then if we go from April 11th forward, we also have these connections. Um, and then the last thing before I close here is that there's an incredible lineup of planets uh, this month, really. I don't see anything specific about the April 11th and April 12th, but if we look at all the planets, we're going to see that Uranus, Mercury, and the Sun are all lined up in between Aries and Pisces. Then we have Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces. And then in Aquarius, we have Venus, Mars, and Saturn. I mean, if we want to count them out, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight heavenly bodies within three constellations. It's a and if you had the moon, you got nine, right? If you had the moon the and the moon, sun, yeah, you got nine? Moon, well, the sun is there. The sun is there right next to Mercury in Pisces. So this is the timing of Pisces with the sun, Uranus, Mercury, the sun, Neptune, Jupiter, Venus, Mars, and Saturn. And uh, eight, eight perfectly lined up there in, uh, in the heavens oh. right now in April. So. Well, it's all kind of interesting, and we're getting all kinds of signs. I can remember when I went out online and said that that song that Susan Boyle had sung, on uh, 4-11, I think that was in 2009, that that was a, uh, a warning to everyone. Nobody knew who she was. She came out of nowhere. That's only the Lord can do that. And uh, everybody heard that song. And uh, it was a swan song for humanity. I had a dream. And Satan comes along and destroys humanity's dream. Folks, we're fallen race. We're fallen creatures. And we are nearing the end of civilization's probation, our present. Anyway, thanks a lot for coming on. Any last word, quick, uh, Steve? I'd say heads up. <laughs> I'd say heads up. Uh, Barack Obama's book that he just uh, left, um, that he just came out in, what was it, 2020 or 2021? called The Promised yeah. Land. And so the Israelites went into the Promised Land on Nisan 10. I wonder if the book is also pointing to the same time frame. And uh, yeah. that's about it. I got, uh, thanks for having me on. This has been great. Okay. Larry, last word. Yeah, it's very, very interesting, especially the timing, because uh, Glazerson and some of the other rabbis have duly noted for a year now that 2022 was very important. And I think Israel probably just clicked over to 2023, or am I not? Maybe not yet. Yeah, on their religious calendar, they have. Yes. Yep. Folks, it's heads up. It's an exciting time. We're watching all kinds of signs coming and going, and I, most people, of course, don't believe in those kind of signs. You're just stretching, they say. 
like the foxes biting nine uh, biting nine people in Washington. Well, all we have in Washington are are rats. It's too bad there aren't more foxes eating the rats in in there. I guess anyway. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everyone, for listening. Thanks, uh, Steve. Thanks, Larry. And uh, take care, everyone. Heads up.